0: Everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of The Sarah Frazier Show, per usual. I am so glad you're here. I'm so grateful for you. I, don't know. You know, I am grateful, and I I hope I'm not borderlining on being obnoxious online, because, you know, there's nothing I hate more than someone that just brags about themselves all the time. But maybe you've sensed this on my social media. Since I've moved to L.A., I've just been feeling myself a little bit. I, I don't know why. I just—well, uh, I do know why, which is— I loved D.C. for so many years. For people who are new to this podcast, um, because I I get new listeners all the time, especially because I do a lot of new TLC interviews, so then people start listening to the show, I started my radio career 16 years ago and media career in D.C., I got hired at iHeartRadio. I was on this morning show called The Kane Show, yada, yada. Everybody knows, syndicated show. It was great. Then I left from a toxic work environment, and I've always wanted to be a TV host. Like, I've always wanted to be a national TV host. That was, like, bottom line, the number one reason I left, and I had to bet on myself create a podcast. Anyway, I was there for 16 years. It was amazing. But probably two years ago, I began to feel stifled in my, I was just like, God, there's nothing left for me to do. You know, um, I don't want to be a serious journalist. I don't want to be a political journalist. All the entertainment shops were leaving DC. I needed to leave. And and it was between New York and LA. And I I tried to do New York once before, but my mom had got sick at the time and I just, you know, it was funny. I always thought I wanted to live in New York until I lived there. And then I think it was, I don't know, the weather or me or something. But anyway, I didn't, I didn't love it. So anyhow, I knew I needed to make a change. And LA, since I've been out here, you know, this is why I tell people, Listen to your inner voice, meditate, get quiet, get on a spiritual fucking journey because your intuition will tell you where you need to be and you can make a change. So anyhow, online, I've been saying like, oh my God, the podcast has been trending in in Apple's, you know, top 200 in our category of TV and film. You know, I've been really happy and grateful that you guys are on this journey with me. So, you know, if I'm starting to sound too much like a fucking... Conceited Biatch, please hit me in my DMs at the Sarah Fraser show. A lot to talk about on the show today. Um, two big things that we're gonna get to. You're gonna be able to buy me, buy Schman, and buy KJ. I will explain what I mean. And we have settled on an apartment. Did we go with the more space or did we go with the more beautiful apartment? Because this was a full debate, okay? So I had turned to you guys in a death, which Basically every step of my life, I go, "Hey, do you guys want to vote on it?" <laughs> then you go vote. Um, so I had put up online. I said, "Okay, this is it. Like, I want a decent apartment in LA, but am I going for a more beautiful aesthetic or more space?" I'll tell you what, you guys. You know, you guys kind of put the put the call out, and then um, also. I'll tell you what I ended up choosing. We have that to talk about. If you're a fan of Thousand Pound Sisters, I have a big update. Um, ninety Before the 90 Days. So 90 Day Fiance franchise on TLC. Before the 90 Days. Ben and Mahogany. Are you watching? Big controversy about this couple. I'll explain and get into that. Also, Jason Momoa. If you're a fan of Jason Momoa, they are working on their relationship. Um, Of course, he has been with Lisa Bonet for years. They announced very publicly... After 12 years of marriage, they were getting divorced. But are they getting divorced? We'll talk about that. And then also, would you write a book about how much you hate your significant other? (laughs) Everybody listening is like, yes, yes, I could do that daily. Well, anyway, this author um, is getting a lot of discussion, and I'll tell you why. She's written a book, and she says she, quote, hates her husband of 16 years in a new memoir. And what marriage is really like. She even goes on to compare him to a pointy Lego brick underfoot. I don't even know what the fuck that is. But she compares him to that. So tons to talk about today on the show. Uh, I did want to remind you, Dr. Maya, you know, Dr. Maya has been a longtime sponsor of this show. And I've told you guys, I'm always taking on new sponsors. You can email the Sarah Fraser show at gmail.com. But Dr. Monique Maya, M-U-N-I-Q-U-E, Maya, she's given away a thousand dollar chemical peel you might remember a couple months ago. I did a chemical peel and they're amazing. Oh my God. They're hardcore. TCA. You have to kind of build up. So I can't say that the first one might be hardcore for you, but she's giving away a $1,000 chemical peel and it can just have various layers. So, like if you've never done one, they'll take off just the first layer of skin. Mine was two layers. Whew. Lord, did you all see me? I mean, half my face was peeling off. And I went to meetings like that. I mean, people, people were like, don't sit next to me. Your skin's flaking off in your drink. <laughs> anyway, I was like, oh, hey, don't mind me. I'm just, you know, peeling off here like a snake, you know, shedding its skin. But the results are unbelievable. You don't want to miss this giveaway. And she is picking a winner this Friday. So don't miss it. You have to enter on her Instagram, which is Dr. Monique Maya. That's her IG. Go there. It's super easy. You know, you follow, you like, you you tag some friends, and then you could be winning a $1,000 chemical peel. It's a good one. Okay. So let's start with our apartment search. So I posted, I wanted to know size or beauty. What are you into? You know, I'm into beauty. Uh, I can work with small things, you know, I mean, small things with the right moves, ladies, it's not a bad thing. If you know what I'm saying. Anyway, Shman and I had this big debate out here in LA and we, we looked everywhere. Okay. We were staying, I have no idea if you know the anything about Los Angeles, except for it's massive. So we stayed around the Grove, which isn't far from like Beverly Hills area. Um, We were, we were in this, um, I called it Carthy Square, but then all the Los Angeles, the Angelenos would call it Carthay. So it was apparently Carthay Square, Carthay South. Okay. Well, you know, Carthy, Carthay, whatever the fuck you want to say, tomato, tomato, So we stayed there. It was really nice. We stayed in this Airbnb. This guy had so many crystals. I swear to God. I mean, it was like the Infinity Stones. I thought if we put them all together in a room, you know, we'll probably be shipped to space. I mean, there were just so many crystals everywhere. (sighs) But my chakras felt pretty good. The the guy lived, though, in a very dim – like, I I don't know. I think he had mood lighting or something. But, I mean, God, there were so – it was like so – it was draped everywhere. I mean there were so many drapes you were like wading through all the drapes to get to the kitchen. And then of course you know you'd have to get you know jump over 14 crystals and turn on the crystal light anyhow. So Schman and I were arguing about one, how many crystals we should have in the apartment and then two, where should we <laughs> where should we go? So there was this place it was the aesthetic was gorgeous. You know, how have you seen pictures of Kim Kardashian's place, which it's just all white? I mean, there's really nothing there. It does look like a mental institution, honestly, like a throwback back in the day. I mean, all the walls are completely white and she has like fireplaces and they're like empty with white and they just have like a few twigs. You know, it's very restoration hardware-esque. This place we walked into was that. It was just so White, really, very sterile looking, but it was gorgeous, and it had this like redone kitchen and the granite and the brand new, um, you know, I think it's Bosch, Bosch, um, you know, appliances. I was like, oh my god, this is it! It's gorgeous, but it was very small. So we go to this other place, which really I love, you know, west side of LA, and. Two bedroom, huge closet space, and boom, we ended up going with that. We went with size, and you know what? I have to say, most of you voted for size, and thank you. I, you know, it really irks me. Like Schman is right on a lot of things, and it really bothers me. Which, you know, what? Maybe I'll write this this book about how much I I dislike my husband. But anyway, so we we Schman was right, not really right again, because on a day to day basis, Schman is wrong a lot. And I always say to Schman, I say, I make you a star because I hide all of your weaknesses and promote all of your strengths. You know, I mean, people don't see how moody you are because I, I don't put that online, but I should because people are really falling for you. And it's because of me, the producer. Anyway, so we go for the space. It's great. We've been moving in. I need to give you a tour on my Instagram, but I'm waiting because my gunkle George, you guys know my uncles. George is coming into town in the next couple of weeks, and he's an interior designer, so I know he's going to help me kind of work my magic on this place. And so once there's some artwork, hung and everything, I'll give you a tour. But KJ has his own bedroom. We're going to start sleep training him. Yeah, we'll see how that goes, um, because he's been sleeping in our room, because we've been in one bedrooms. He now has his own bedroom. He has his own giant closet. There's a huge walk-in closet. I, I'm really glad we went with the space. I mean, seeing how much crap we have, I can't imagine. Like, if we had gone for this beautiful Kim Kardashian, you know, like sterile white, it would have been so bad. We wouldn't have been able to get like a fourth of our stuff. I guess like like Kim, you put, you know, everything's painted white and then you put a few sticks in the faux fireplace. That's it. It's all that can fit. So anyways, so we went for that. And loving it loving los angeles um you know people message me when are you coming back when are you coming back? i don't think i am you know um i'll probably be back in may and i'm talking about with another fellow podcaster maybe doing a podcast tour so you know i'm hitting my my hotspot dc i love the dmv it's like my favorite place but there is just there's so much you know i just had to clear my energy i guess i had to get those goddamn uh crystals going and now shit's popping you know so i had to move i'm very i am very much impacted by like the energy of things i also teased that you're going to be able to buy shman kj and myself guys i'm on cameo you know if the tinder swindler can be on cameo why can't the phrase why can't the phrase i'm on i'm on i just joined cameo They've been emailing me. They've been messing me. Do you think this is even true? They go, oh, we've been getting requests for you to do cameo spots. Really? I think that you just probably saw, eh, she's got a moderate following. Why not? This bitch should be on. So I, you know what? I said, you know what? I'm going to launch one. And you guys can request Schman and KJ in the video if you would like. You need a birthday shout out. You need me to say something funny to your office, to your mom, to your sister who used to love the Kane show back in the day, whatever Well, asterisk, whatever you want within moderation, okay? (laughs) I mean, like I said, I'd be on OnlyFans if it wasn't for Schman. Like, my butthole would be absolutely for sale, but... Schman keeps me somewhat of a decent woman. So I will probably say and do most things that you request on the Cameo. Cameo.com, by the way. Cameo.com. You can just type in Sarah Fraser, my full name. And boom, I am right there. And just $25. So you can book me for a Cameo anytime you like. Go to their website. Go to their website. Cameo.com. And you can get personalized videos, of course, from your favorite stars. Um, and so here we go. So anyway, I'm on. I would love to give you a personal shout out. Your family, your friends, your party, whatever it might be. So here we go. Look out Perez Hilton, who apparently makes the most amount of... And Dion Warwick. Dion Warwick is on the site. <laughs> oh, I'm in good company. And a bunch of people that I don't even recognize. I'm... Who's Matt Hardy, AEW superstar wrestler? Matt, couldn't pick you up out of a lineup. Sorry. Um, who else is on here? God, I haven't even been on this website in so long. Um, Vince Carter, NBA legend. No clue. He wants $300. I guess he must be fairly well-known. Okay. Um, oh, Kelly Ben Simone from The Real Housewives of, of New York. All right, $75 for Kelly. And the Tinder Swindler guy is on. Can you believe that? How are they letting him on, by the way? And if you search Tinder Swindler, does he come up? Oh, yeah, he does. He does. He's tied of himself as the Tinder Swindler. Well, Simone Simon Levive, which wasn't that name even fake? Oh, my God. He does a 24-hour delivery available. Fuck off. 77 reviews. People were a $199 for a personalized message, and I'm out here doing it for $25 as like a, a, an honest businesswoman. I'm already raising my rates. You better book me fast. This asshole. Uh, yeah, Simon Levive is on. You know, he's the douche lord from the Tinder. He is the Tinder swindler. He is now getting rich off Cameo. How does he have 70 and a 4.9 review? 4.9? This guy probably scammed the website and wrote his own reviews. Look at these reviews. Simon is the best. He doesn't disappoint. This is just too good. I can't wait to party with you in Florida or somewhere in the world one day. And Eric, what makes you think that he's going to come through? P.S. They did a whole documentary on how this guy's a fucking con artist flake. I can't wait to pick you up at the airport. Smiley face. Um, this is from our absolute legend Simon Levive. In the first version, he pronounced the name wrong, and I didn't even ask for it to be redone. But he redid it, and it was perfect. Thank you, 100 worth it. That's all it takes to get a five star review. Redoing a video, and and by the way, I'm gonna mispronounce everybody's name because let's be, I mean, I can't even cannot even you know comprehend the English language, let alone anything further. <laughs> so anyway. We're on, um, you can certainly request for a little Schman and a little KJ as well because, um, you know, people love Schman. I, I, I mean, I know why. I adore Schman. You guys all know this. It, I adore him so much. He's an amazing partner in life. But the amount of love that Schman gets on this, uh, you know, on my social media and probably now, honestly, if, if Schman gets more requests to be on my videos than me, I'm going to shut this shit down. I will. I will in a heartbeat. Don't you even try me. I did get a few messages, though, over the weekend, and people are like, I'm here for you. I'm definitely not here from Schman. I'm like, you know what? Extra hearts, extra love. Like, where do I send a care package? Thank you. Quick break to thank some of our sponsors. How ironic! at checkout. That's T-S-F-S at H-E-R-O dot C-O. .com and tell them the Sarah Fraser show sent you. All right, better help. You guys know I love BetterHelp, betterhelp.com. Is there something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals? look, I've been there. Therapy has helped me so much in my life, in my marriage. And then of course, you guys know with my mindful eating journey and really dealing with, you know, the grieving process of losing my dad when I was younger, all of that. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You'll be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's professional therapy done securely online. And there's a broad range of expertise available, which might not even be available locally to you in your area. You can log in to your account anytime and send a message to your therapist. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses, and you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room, therapy room ever again. Don't believe me? Go and read their hundreds of five-star reviews. Betterhelp.com slash reviews. Take advantage of my code, and get 10% off your first month when you go to betterhelp.com TSFS. That's right. Always try to get you discounts. Go to betterhelp.com TSFS. Pop culture, we know we are getting a season four of Thousand Pound Sisters. Yay! I really got into this. How do we know? Well, Tammy Slayton from Thousand Pound Sisters, and th- you know, there's a whole debate if you watch this show and you follow her on her Instagram. She's, she's kind of known, like she always put it, it's a filter on her face and she sort of has fun with filters on TikTok. Well, she's lost over 100 pounds reportedly. And even Dr. Eric Smith, who's her bariatric surgeon, was on this podcast last week. He says, yes, she's lost over 100 pounds. And the internet still does not believe that this woman has lost 100 pounds. They still don't. They're still doubting her. They think that it's fake. They think that she's just putting that up, um, adding filters, and people are saying that they don't notice the the weight loss. And I'm like, okay, when I was 60 pounds overweight, like no one notices the first 10. The woman is 600 pounds plus now. Like no one's going to notice 100 pounds. Like 300 in, yes, we're going to notice. Like give this woman a break. When are we going to cheer for her to win? She's out here. You think she's lying about 110 pound weight loss? But she goes on her TikTok and she goes, you know what? To all you haters, she's like, if you want to see my full body weight loss, you're going to have to wait, wait for season four. So it's coming back for better or worse. And I, I hope it's for the better for Tammy. I hope it's good for her mental health to sign on for season four. I I have to confess and I know a lot of you watch because you guys have messaged me over the years. Do you watch 90 Day Fiancé? Do you watch Before the 90 Days? I never really got into it. I don't know why. Um I I guess I, sometimes I have this like rejection of mainstream shows. It's kind of like, well, do I actually know? I watch all of them. Okay, well, I take that back. <laughs> I don't know why. I was I was trying to find an excuse like don't pressure me to watch this show. Well, you guys, thank you for keeping the pressure on because I've watched it. And before the 90 days, this season is epic. The couples, I am obsessed. And I've slid into Gino's DMs. Jasmine and Gino, I don't think they're ever going to make it. I don't think they have a shot in hell. But uh, Gino says that he wants to be on the podcast, but he hasn't been approved by the network yet to do any interviews. Well, hurry up, sweetheart, because we want you on. We want to talk to you about what is going on in your marriage and well not in your marriage but in your relationship so i hope we can have him on but there's been a lot of debate especially over the last episode that mahogany and ben that mahogany specifically has was casted by tlc that essentially ben there was a woman that he was speaking to but she really she really did catfish him and as the plot line of the show that they actually cast uh, mahogany. And a lot of people believe this for a couple reasons. One, the very first scene uh not this la- latest episode but the scene before when um the mahogany walks into the restaurant, everybody thinks that Ben recognized her way too quickly. Like because they had never video chatted. They'd only seen like I think she'd sent him a photo or something. So people were like, mm, would you be able to to see her and recognize her that quickly?" Now, devil's advocate, people were messaging me when I put this theory out on TikTok and said, well, there was only like Ben and one other person in the restaurant. So who else was it going to be? People also find Mahogany's parents to be very fake and very staged, their reactions. Um, and a lot of people just believe the way that she sort of hugs him. And it is awkward. I have to say, I kind of believe that theory. I, and to me, she to me, she almost seems like an actress. I don't know. So everybody else looks kind of like a normal human being, but she sort of looks like an actress, or really wanted to be on Fuckboy Island, but instead she's on 90 Day. You know, like I just I don't know something there. And oh my god, Soldier Boy, Soldier Boy and Kimberly are the best. When Soldier Boy, when Soldier Boy said to Kimberly, "Let me meet my son," like when he Facetimed, or when they whatever zoomed, like when, like, when Soldier Boy put on his glasses and his chain to have sex with Kimberly finally. Epic, epic, epic. Good for Kimberly. She really, she wanted that sex and she finally got it. Anyhow, um, it, there is, a, I think there's something a little off with Ben and Mahogany. I just do. Okay. That's all I'm going to say. I just think there's just a little something there. Um, I, I've stopped watching. People want to review. It's taken me so long. Inventing Anna, which is the Anna Sorkin, Anna Delvey story on Netflix done by Shonda Rhimes, who's amazing. It's too long, though. It's like 13 episodes, it's like a season of something. Too many episodes to get to the fact that this woman is a delusional scammer like Billy McFarlane from the Firefest. By the time I get through all these episodes, it'll be fall 2022. All right. I, I mean, it's too long. We know she's a con artist. Some people want my review because they say, well, Sarah, do you think that the show makes it out so that people feel bad for Anna Delvey? Who feels bad for her? She conned that rich chick. She used that woman's credit cards for $400,000. She's forced Chase over the line with his, I don't even know what that app was. He's been funding her. Now she's living at that hotel, scamming everybody. I don't. I don't have anything, any empathy for her at all. I think she comes off as a complete, I can't believe she scammed that lawyer. That's what episode I'm on. I'm on episode like four or something where she got this high powered New York attorney to kind of get in her corner and she used a fake voice changer and would call him and pretend she was a German man and talk. And I I don't even know how this guy fell for that and kept saying like the the money's coming, the, the money's coming. I don't know. Unless she was sleeping with all these people in New York, I have no idea how they continued to give her a pass when the wire money never came through. And P.S. If you've seen like normal pictures of her, everyone was like, she was so sophisticated. She doesn't look sophisticated to me. Now, maybe that's because I saw her in the courthouse. I don't know, you know, or maybe it's because I grew up with a mom who, you know, everybody was a lying cheat. I don't know, but I don't believe for why I don't know how these people fall for this fucking shit. And I don't know how all of us weren't like, scared. I'm too honest. Need to scam more often, for God's sakes. Um, Jason Momoa and Lisa Bonet reportedly trying to get back together. Good, I like them as a couple. I, I'm always rooting for people to get back together. Good, I hope you guys can make it work. Uh, a lot of sources saying this morning they've been trending on uh, day yesterday and today on Twitter that Momoa and Bonet. Um, might be giving their marriage another chance. They've reportedly moved in together, back in together quietly. They have two children, five years of marriage, 12 years together altogether. Um, he confirmed his divorce from Bonet on Wednesday, January 17th, but then has since deleted that post. Um, and, you know, we've all felt the squeeze and changes of this transformational times. A revolution is unfolding and our family is of no exception, feeling and growing from this seismic shifts occurring. And so we share our family news that we are parting ways in marriage. Well, that's now been deleted. And reportedly, their two children, 14-year-old Lola and 13-year-old, uh, oh my God, oh my God, I'm going to say it wrong. Don't even let me say it. Nicoa, Nicoa Wolf are absolutely thrilled. I'm sure they are. I like them. They're a hot Hollywood couple. They just seem like two people that belong together. But what do I know? I hope the two of them can work it out 100%. So there's that. Um, Also, I I feel like I might need to get this person on the podcast. But a woman is writing a a book about how much she hates her husband, but she's staying in her marriage. Now, can you imagine doing that and your husband being cool with that? (laughs) What, bitch? Okay. Um, so they've been married for 16 years and in a new mar- memoir about what marriage is really like, she compares him to a pointy Lego brick underfoot. No clue. Oh, I think that, is that like when you step on a Lego and a snoring heap of meat, but they're not splitting up. Heather Havleski is from North Carolina. She penned the memoir about marriage. It's called Foreverland on the divine tedium of marriage. And it's released this coming Thursday. She's been married to her husband, Bill, for 16 years and said she quote hates him. Wow. She says marriage is a completely archaic uh, institution. Why would we expect uh, to stay married to the same person until death? She met her husband, Bill, after he emailed her to praise her writing, and the two had tied the knot in 2006. The author said she was keen to write an honest memoir about marriage entails having wanted to throw books about marriage across the room because they felt false. Heather explained she felt that there were many books about falling in love, but less about making a relationship work for the long haul. Do you guys think that that's true? I'm, God, Schman and I are together, I think, nine years. Like, I think we just passed nine years, but married two and a half. We'll have been married three this August. I mean, it's, I get what people mean. It, it is a challenge for sure. And I know Schman feels the same way. I'm, I'm sure everybody listening to this, if you're married, I think I could count on one hand the couples that I've known that never fight and easily get along all the time, right? There's always some of those. I always call it my 90-10 rule or 80-20 rule, which is 80% of people are going to like struggle with marriage, have to work at it, have to be in therapy. And like the other 20% is going to come easy. It's the same with like a work thing, you know? Some people are meant to be in corporate America. You know, 80% of people can do the corporate grind, 20% can't. 80, 20, 90, 10. You know, whenever you want to throw it at All right. right? <laughs> um, so anyway, I, I'm curious about this book, Foreverland is what it's called. She said she grew up concerned about her husband and children's reactions and struggled with how much to reveal about her relationship. But the author said her husband is, quote, unbothered by the revolutions and doesn't care what people think about him. That's a good man. That's a good man. Because even I, I mean, I know, I tell you guys, I share a lot about man and our relationship. And I'm trying to be an oversharer with focus. That's like my my term for because everybody has like a title now and all kinds of different terms for themselves, different labels. Mine is an oversharer with focus. So I like to overshare with a purpose. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> That's how I spin it. Um, she says that marriage is almost like a harrowing adventure in a comedy act every single day. I hate it when people say their husband is their best friend, but he's my best friend, my therapist, my mother, all in one. She says she hates when people say that. Well, Schman will tell you I'm not his best friend. I mean, again, our story is yet to be written. So will we, you know, are we going to make it to the 10 year marriage mark? We'll see. But he tells me his brother's his best friend. I was so upset when I first heard that. I was like, fuck you. How can I not be your best friend? I, you know, and secretly now, I think I am his best friend, but he just, you know, he likes to, you know, he's kind of like a guy's guy. He grew up with two brothers, you know, he's like a bro. He always likes to hang with the bro. So I like to make him think, okay, sure. You know, and I love that he loves his brother and like, that's his best friend. But I'm like, you and I hang out, we hang out all the time, you know, and no one gives a blow job like I do, you know, <laughs> Yeah. Anyhow. anyhow, there it is. I'm um, speaking of that too great interview yesterday on my podcast I don't know if you caught it really really good about another book another book that we need to read but how to break up with friends this book was really great Erin Faulkner is her name and I hope you liked that interview yesterday but she was great she says um she's like the uh, she's a psychotherapist and she says that what we tolerate in friendships, we would never tolerate in dating, in relationships, and work situations. She says we'll hang on to toxic friends forever, hanging on to old memories. And she gives a step-by-step guide of when and how to break up with them. I think you'll enjoy that interview. All right, I'll be back tomorrow with a brand new episode. I've been teaming up with my uh, longtime friend David Yontif a lot. We've been doing podcast episodes about Bravo deep dives. David is kind of an insider. On all of that So um, if you haven't caught our episodes You can definitely find those And then tomorrow We are doing TLC Talk So TLC Talk is going to be all about The TLC universe Your favorite shows More on Thousand Pound Sisters I Am Sean Ray And Thousand Pound Friends So be checking that out And then don't forget to listen To yesterday's episode It was juicy Alright everybody Bye everybody